world-class media, this is World Class. I'm your host, Travis Chappell. Here on World Class, we combine value, entertainment, and behind-the-scenes insights to bring you the most comprehensive view of what it takes to become world-class in what you do. Listen in every week as I have conversations with top business leaders, journalists, hostage negotiators, authors, comedians, producers, you name it. If they're the best at what they do, I'll have a chat with them. I believe that the best way to become world-class is to learn from those who already are. And that's exactly what we do here on the show. You'll learn the skills that you need to master, the mindset that you need to adopt, the work you need to put in, all from people who have walked the road before you. So get ready to learn, be motivated, and most importantly, have a good time because you're listening to World Class. The question people ask us all the time is, can podcasts actually make money? Yes. And the answer obviously is no. <laughs> I'm just yeah. I'm not going to do sarcasm because people are going to blow up in the comments. That's true. People Look, will not watch past the first five seconds. Right. We learned that the hard way on the last video. Can podcasts make money outside of just selling your equipment? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. The answer is yes. And uh, this is a question that a lot of people are asking when we searched for podcasting ideas and uh, things to talk about in this space. A lot of people are just asking, hey, how do podcasts make money? Can you make money in a podcast? And I think probably that Joe Rogan news just kind of it's got everybody fueled going like, that hey. by like, wait a second, I didn't know that that was possible well, like to it, make that much money on a podcast. And let's be real. Most people, when we look at their shows, they probably aren't going to be making money the way that most they're doing people. it. Mo- way, like right? 90%, maybe 95% of people. Yeah. Right. Because uh, it's, it's, it, it was kind of built as a hobby platform. You know what I mean? Like it was basically the people who couldn't get on radio that wanted to talk into a microphone. But now that it's turning into a real form of media, there's a lot of people that make really good money in podcasting. That's honestly like people ask me a lot of times, Hey Travis, like why did you decide to start a podcast? And I, I like to give an answer that seems less materialistic, but to the truth is it looked like you could make a lot of money doing it. And, right. uh, it checked off all my box. It checked off all my other boxes, right? Like a- anything that I was going to do, I wanted it to be like, I want to make money, but I also checked off my other boxes of having conversations with people that I thought were really cool and interesting. Um, uh, being able to work from anywhere, you know what I mean? Like, right. I could, like I, I love to travel and I've been to 30 plus countries at this point because I can do something that allows me to work from anywhere. I can travel and do this from anywhere. Um, so that was, that was a big thing as well. Um, and then, uh, the ability to control my own schedule, obviously that's a thing with this as well. So there were a lot of other reasons that, that, uh, that attracted me to podcasting, but genuinely one of the biggest things was how much money you could make in this space. And, uh, so I I think that there's a lot of, a lot of things that people don't think about when it comes to monetization, when it comes to monetization of a podcast, but the answer is yes, that you you can make money. It's a little bit different from YouTube and other different and other various forms of, uh, of content creation because some of those platforms will dynamically insert ads. All you have to do is tell them like, yes, I want ads. And then they'll give you a paycheck for however many views or whatever other metrics they look at. They have a really sophisticated algorithm, obviously that determines how much money you get, um, for, for your view. But podcasts don't work that same way. It's a little bit more um, creator-centric, a little bit more creator-friendly, meaning that you can have a lot of control over what you do and don't advertise or if you advertise on your show at all. Yeah, so I think the question, I mean, when most people think of monetizing a show, and I I thought this way too in the beginning, is, you know, I'll have to run an ad for, you know, Lisa Mattress in my podcast. And like, yeah. And yeah. so like a lot of people get into podcasting and they're waiting and waiting and waiting for the audience to grow big enough where they can feel like they can reach out to a company and, mm-hmm. you know, make 200 bucks for an ad or something. Right. Um, but you, 
you know, most shows aren't going to get past that, you know, threshold. small threshold yeah. of downloads. Well, so. Cause a lot of people don't know what that threshold is. They, they, right. they, they think they know. Cause you know, I have a lot of people come up to me and be like, Hey man, I want to start bringing on sponsors to my podcast. Um, how do I go about doing that? And I'll talk about their downloads and it's like, Oh yeah, well I get, you know, 400 downloads an episode. It's like, well, to be honest, you're probably not going to get any sponsors and or you're you going to get pennies. Yeah. Right. They're going to give you like $25 for a month's worth of, of ad reads, right. which obviously isn't worth diluting your brand to put in front of your, your audience. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of nuances, but you know, the answer is yes, you can monetize and you can monetize when you have that little amount of downloads, but sponsors, which is the primary way that people think about when we talk about monetization is probably not going to be the route for you. If you're stuck at those low download numbers, like a lot of agencies, uh, most, most, um, uh, podcast ad agencies won't even look at your show until you're at 10,000 downloads an episode, right. an episode, not a month. Right. Like a lot of people yeah. are like, well, I'm close to 10,000 downloads. Like, no, no, 8,000 per like, month. No. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. Like, like, yeah, having, having that amount per month is a lot different than having that per episode. Right. And they look at a 30 day period typically. So like if an episode comes out, you know, May 25th, how many downloads does that episode get by June 25th? Right. Like that one episode. And so if you really took, if, if you go into your media host settings and, 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 and uh, actually like take a peek behind the curtain at what that looks like for you, it's probably going to be smaller than you think it is because right. like every month yeah. you're like, like if you don't do anything to your settings, in your media host, you're just seeing your month, your total monthly downloads. And you think like, Oh, that's a pretty good number. Right. And, and then, then you see by episode, yeah, by episode <laughs> 30 days, right. you know yeah. what I mean? It starts to shrink significantly, but that doesn't mean that you can't monetize. So what are the other ways you can monetize? Yeah. So a lot of different ways. Um, and so let me, let me go very, like before I talk about products and services and things like that, because not a lot of people want to get into podcasting for those same reasons. Right. right? So if you're a business podcaster, education podcaster, you might do some of the things that we'll talk about in a second. But if you are just purely doing it for a hobby, for fun, for entertainment, um, then there's going to be other couple of ways. So the first way is sponsorships. Um, second way would be through affiliate income, uh, which is very similar to a sponsorship, except for that you don't get paid just to advertise. You only get paid for conversions. Right. Um, so the, the disadvantage to that would be that uh, you don't get a guaranteed paycheck based on however many downloads you have. But the advantage would be that you can actually shop around at different affiliate deals and you can find affiliate deals that will pay really high commissions. So instead of getting, you know, the $25 a month from this, from ZipRecruiter to be like, hey, you know, put an ad in front of your audience, which they won't even do deals that small. But just for an example here, you know, they're going to pay you 25, 50 bucks a month to do that. Or you can go partner with an affiliate and send them traffic. And then if you get one conversion, you might get a thousand dollar commission or a $1,500 $1,500 commission or a $500 commission, whatever it is. And so you can go to uh, uh, sites like ClickBank and it's basically just in a giant, it's a giant affiliate marketplace. And you can right. go in there and look at offers that are already tested and proved, like tried and true. The funnels convert, the copy converts, the ads convert, like, like all the stuff that they have for you converts already. All you have to do is send traffic there. So that can be something that you, that you do with affiliate revenue um, on your podcast is send people to some sort of offer that converts that you obviously want to try to keep it congruent with your audience, but it doesn't require you to build a product. You don't have to fulfill it. You don't right. have to do customer service. You're essentially a 100% commission sales rep when you're an affiliate and you can go pick an offer that's congruent with your audience and be like, hey, let's send some traffic over here, but actually get paid real money if right. it converts, right? Yeah. Instead of getting paid $6 for you know somebody when they sign up on their... On 
on your Audible account or something like that. You can get paid real money through some of these affiliate offers. Um, so that would be another way. Another way I know that you know this through Patreon, which is yeah. what you do with uh, with Preacher Boys, right? Yeah, yeah. So my show, um, and it's actually just like, I didn't ever think I would be able to monetize it at all, but people started reaching out and uh, for every show it's different. Like the show that I do has a very passionate group of people that are like passionate about a certain cause. And so, um, you know, just by doing the show, people were saying, how can I support the show? How can I support the show? And so Patreon was kind of like the only one I knew. So I jumped on. That's really cool to have set up that way. Um, and you know, the, the biggest thing with that is just adding something of value to them. So like I have a lot of physical, you know, gifts that I send out to people. And then, um, you know, for my show and again, every show is different. Like I offer episodes a little bit early, things like exclusive content, whatever. Right. So that's a cool route, but I know there's a lot of people who jump on there where their show isn't necessarily built for like the Patreon style community. And so they just get mad because they have a Patreon and no one supports it. Right. And it gets awkward because they push every show <laughs> and there's yeah, right, nobody right. on there. So, yeah. So then, so then if, if you've tried all those different ways and you just don't have enough listenership to bring in any sort of real serious revenue on any of those platforms, then at that point you just kind of want to create your own product or your own right. service that you can, that would hopefully be congruent with the message you get across in your show. And that's where it's going to be a little bit different with shows that are, you know, really nuanced or talk about sports or something that's just fun or talk about a, a TV show or a movie or something like that. They're going to be a little bit more difficult to do that with. Um, but, uh, but if you're a business show or an education, show like this is really where you can start getting really creative and this is where I've been able to make all of my money in the online space is by building an audience around a specific topic talking about that topic as much as I, as much as I can learning as much as I can about that topic telling my audience about it and then getting to know that audience seeing what they would be willing to pay for in the, in a similar topic but just a step further just a little bit deeper into that topic right. because you know at some point you can't keep doing this for free and and the podcasting stuff is all for free it's a ton of free valuable consistent content right. so if people jump into the free valuable consistent content then they're obviously they're obviously um um, interested in that niche or category that you're talking about on the show. So if you give them so you a have way, the warmest of audiences, yeah, sure. Exactly. <laughs> right. And if you give them a way to just learn a little bit more on a deeper level and, but this one has a paywall, then probably some people are going to be willing to pay that. Uh, so you just kind of have to get creative and you have to get to know your audience. You just have to get to know your audience and yeah. spend as much time with your audience as you can. That's why I like, I'm a big fan of Facebook groups and different things like that. Different ways to convert a listener like somebody, cause all we see in our back office is a download number. It's just a number. We can't communicate with a number. Right. So we have to take that number. We have to turn it into a person. And then we have to be able to communicate with that person, get to know that person and see what their needs are and, and, and how we can kind of create products and services that might be able to fill those needs and solve real problems in their life. Um, and then that's how you charge a little bit of money for it. So right. that's a completely different conversation just by itself, just because yeah. there's so many different ways to go down that path. But um, yeah, those are just a couple of the ways that, that, that you can monetize a podcast. Yeah. Facebook groups are just really quick before I wrap up. Facebook groups are like a huge thing, especially for me is like, it's, it's an, it's an ability to actually find out who's actually listening. Cause they'll come in and say like, I listen to your show. That's, how I heard about it. And it gives you a chance. Like I had a, I had a thing that I was thinking about doing on the show. I went live in the group had, you know, 20 or 30, like top fan listeners on there that I actually would value their opinion. They're like the ideal person. Right. And they specifically said like, oh, we would not like that. So I knew it was not a good direction. So then I tweaked it in the live video. I said, okay, what if I did this? And it was like, oh yeah, we're on board for that. So like having that dialogue back and forth is huge. And like, 
there's not a way to do that through podcasts like you exactly, said. So yeah. a Facebook group or any kind of engagement group is like perfect for that. So yeah. some way to turn. So there's the, it's the two types of content up at the top of your like online or your business funnel. And the first one podcasting, that's free ungated content, meaning anybody can listen to it at any time and you'd have no way of knowing who listened to it and when they listen to it or like really anything about them except for a couple of demographic things that your media host gives you. Um, so you're taking that free gated content and you're taking, or, or, or excuse me, free ungated content and you're, you're converting those people, those numbers into people by making it free gated content. Cause a Facebook group, it's still free. Right. So, but now it's gated. They have to join. Meaning like when they join now, it's a person that I've taken that listener and turn it into like Eric Skorzynski right. from, you know, Beaumont, California. Like, like I, I see a bunch of details about them now and now I can communicate with them. I can send right. them a message. We can get on a phone call. Like there's different ways to communicate with them. So you, you gotta, you gotta build an audience. That's why it's so important to niche down and find a topic or, or a specific industry to talk about, because if you can't do that and you're super generalized, it's going to be way more difficult for yeah. you to find a product or service that's going to match the interests of the audience that you build. Right. Yeah. If it's just two guys talking, yeah. you know, that's not really going to be helpful, yeah, <laughs> but right. if you can niche down, like, you know, even with, uh, one of my, my other show that I have, like, you know, I, I'm getting ridiculously low downloads on it, Yeah, but it's niche enough where I was able to still get a lead through that because they connected with what I was saying. So like, sure. if you have 30 people that are super engaged with what you're doing, you can monetize even better than someone who may have 500 that are just kind of like, Oh, they're funny or yeah. whatever, you know? Yeah, and if you wanted like a really surefire way to do this, and you're starting from scratch, like you literally have no idea how to run a business or do any of the things that we're talking about, but you know that you want to get something out into the world, start some sort of an agency, like something that would be easy for you to, to, to take on the workload of, and maybe outsource to a couple of other people right. that are maybe virtual assistants that don't live in the United States, something like a web development agency or a social media agency or a podcasting agency or a video agency, like start an age, start an agency work like that. And then start interviewing people who might be good fits for uh, being a client of your show and just right. have conversations with them around the topic that you're talking about and just find a way to kind of plug the fact that you also, you know, run social media accounts for people that are in this certain business or this sector or whatever, right. you know, like that, that's a surefire way to start shooting up to that six figure podcasting mark. Um, it's not going to come through sponsorships. It's probably not going to come through your just surplus of downloads. Right. But it's still a way to be able to make money on your own terms from home right. and, um, and, uh, have the freedom to do kind of whatever you want at that point still. So, um, yeah, there's, there's a, there's a plenty of ways to do it. Maybe we can do another video on more specifics behind right. like what I've been able to do, um, with my podcast, but, um, but yeah, there, there's a lot, there's a lot of ways to do it. The bottom line is just like, get started, jump in. And, uh, some of those ways will start, you know, showing themselves to you as you begin to create content and build an audience. Yeah. I mean, I think the biggest thing is the way that you probably will end up monetizing doesn't look anything like what you're expecting. Yeah, <laughs> so probably. so definitely yep. just get started. And if you guys have any questions, be sure to leave a comment below or about anything. But if you have a question about, Hey, um, you mentioned this type of monetization. Am I ready to do that? Like feel free to message us, drop a comment, leave a question and uh, we'll answer that on a future video or even reach out personally and let you know uh, what the best option is. So awesome. Awesome. Thanks guys. Well, that's it for this episode of World Class. World Class is hosted by me, Travis Chapel, and produced by Eric Skorzynski. It is a world-class media production. At World Class Media, we produce top-rated podcasts for seven to nine-figure entrepreneurs, executives, real estate investors, and content creators. So if you want your own show, 
you have the budget to create one, but you just don't have the time or the team to figure it out, then go to travischapel.com slash make my podcast. That's Travis Chapel, C-H-A-P-P-E-L-L.com slash make my podcast. And let's chat to see if we'd be a good fit to work together. Thanks so much for joining us. Until next time, peace out and stay world-class. 